Welcome to the Purposeful Parenting Podcast. I'm Harriet Rowe, wife and mother of four adult children, three girls and one boy, all graduates of the United States Military Academy at West Point. Grab a cup of tea or coffee, get cozy, and take in your weekly dose of Purposeful Parenting. Here we go. Welcome to another episode of Purposeful Parenting. Last week, I mentioned that we would continue with the theme of love for the month of February. Well, we will do that. But in the meantime, I came across some notes that I had taken at various times. And as I was reading them, I couldn't help but laugh. And it just reminded me of how important it is for parents to lighten up, lighten up with the frustration that they feel with what's going on as they periodically run across things as they parent that can cause some stress. And this is not by any chance to minimize the things that we go through as parents, but it's to indeed have us think about the importance of living in the moment, and the importance of remembering what some of the things really mean. And in fact, just to lighten up and to relax and let God. Okay, these are one-liners that I have either heard or I read. And some of them, a couple of them, I know who said it, but then there are others that I really don't know who to give credit to. But the ones that I don't know who to give credit to, you will probably have thought some of the same things yourself. But as parents, as I mentioned, some of these things you will have thought about yourself. And I know I did when we were raising our kids. Now, the first one is the hardest part of parenting is trying to be fake mad when your kid does something bad, but you think it's hilarious. Now, this one is really kind of interesting because there are times when our kids can be driving us nuts, but they do something and you know you can't laugh, you shouldn't laugh because you don't want to encourage it. And you want to make sure that they don't do it again. But all of us have been there and done that. So the hardest part sometimes of parenting is trying to be fake mad, fake mad when the kid does something bad and you think it's hilarious. How about this one? That moment when you fake being asleep to help your child fall asleep And you accidentally take a three-hour nap. Now, I can remember as long as it has been, because our oldest daughter is in her 40s, and I can remember doing that, being so exhausted. And I wanted to get them to sleep, and I'm thinking, okay, come on, I'm going to sleep. You can go to sleep too. And before I know it, I'm asleep, and I find myself being startled, When I woke up and I'm thinking, oh my goodness, what have they done? 
anyway. Putting our kids to sleep, instead they end up putting us to sleep. This one is interesting too. You can't really understand the meaning of long-suffering until you've had to wait on a toddler to do anything all by himself. Now, I know you can remember this. You're so excited when they finally learn how to zip their coat or put on their shoes and tie the shoes. But just when you're in a hurry and you're trying to get out of the car, lo and behold, they have to zip up the coat and you are sitting there waiting for them to put their coat on. And what is it that you can do? All you can do is make a phone call and tell your teacher, hi, my daughter is going to be late to school because she can zip her jacket by herself. So we know it's exciting when they can tie their shoes, when they can zip their coat, but we also know that they want to do it when we're in our biggest hurry. And here you are encouraging them, but by the same token, wanting to hurry it on and do it yourself. Then think about having a a blender. And have you ever forgotten to put the blender, the lid on the blender, and you hit start? And you know what happens? All that stuff goes all over the place. Well, that's just like having a two-year-old. Having a two-year-old is like having a blender without a lid. Can you relate to that one? Yep, I can go way back and remember that one myself. And do you ever recall being selfish? Well, I bet you can relate to this one. Before I had children, I was so selfish. I showered every day. Think about it. How often have you been able to take a relaxing bath or a shower? Well, pretty selfish when you didn't have any kids because you showered every day. I like this one too. You know you're a mom when you wish there was a drive-through for everything. I can remember planning the trips I would make based on how many times I was going to have to get all four kids out of the car or even one of the kids out of the car because they're in seat belts, they're in their coats. So I would be very meticulous and think, okay, I have them today and I am going to stop at these places because I can go to the pharmacy, pull up, I can go to this and pick this up. A drive-through is a mom's best friend. The other times I would try to wait for my husband to be there so I could make those stops myself. Now, (laughs) have you ever thought about this one? I only let crazy mama out once in a while just so my kids are aware that she exists and she's alive and well. Well, if you haven't, you've done a whole lot better than I have. Do you like iced coffee? Well, here's a recipe for you. First, have kids. Second, make the coffee. Third, Because of what's going on with the kids, you forget you made the coffee. And there you have it, 
iced coffee, ready to drink, probably about four hours later. Have you ever thought about how often you can divide parenting up into the different roles that you play? Well, I would be willing to say that 90% of parenting is just thinking about when you can lie down again. Right, moms? Okay, remember, that's 90%. I don't know where the other percentage is. I'm sure we can come up with it, but the big portion is wondering when we're going to be able to lie down again. How often have your kids said, I'm bored, there's nothing to do, I'm so bored? Well, some moms will say, I love when kids tell me they're bored. As if the lady standing in front of a full sink of dirty dishes is where you go to get ideas about how to have a good time. Yep, that's right. That's all you're doing is standing there trying to figure out how they cannot be bored. And then there's cleaning your house while your kids are still growing. It's sort of like shoveling the sidewalk before it stops snowing. Now that one is one that Phyllis Diller, if you're old enough to know who she is or was, but cleaning your house while your kids are still growing is like shoveling the sidewalk before it stops snowing. And we all know that cleaning has to be done, but I really always liked when people would say, dust will keep. And it's true, it does. Remember that, moms, if you have to get some rest, remember, dust will keep. Now, how about this one? Not all who wander are lost. Some are just moms in Target hiding from their children. Now, here's a story, excuse me, that I can tell you, and it's true. Allison was our oldest, and she was our only one at the time. Dennis and I had gone to the mall, and I wanted to go into the store without Allison. So I told Dennis, I said, hey, while you all are looking here, I'm just going to go down to this other store and look, and I'll be right back. Well, you can almost say that I was sort of trying to hide. I was breaking away a little bit and having Dennis hold on to her. Well, when I came back out of the store ready to grab Allison and Dennis, I saw this group of people standing around looking into the window of the store that I had just left out. Well, lo and behold... Allison, I guess, had decided she was going to play peekaboo or something among the mannequins. And there was Dennis ducking and diving, trying to reach her. And people were laughing and looking and pointing. Well, you might ask, what did I do? Well, I just stood there and acted like I didn't know who they were. Needless to say, that's one that I will not forget for a while. And we remind Allison of that periodically, too. And then some parents will say, I thought to myself, what's the point of cleaning if my family is going to keep living here? Have you ever thought that one? Sort of makes sense, doesn't it? And being a mom means kids banging on the bathroom floor, 
like SWAT trying to get in to break something down. And they're asking for a drink while you're in the shower and dad's in the kitchen. But they come in to ask you for the drink. Now, I'm sure you can (laughs) relate to this too. The quickest way for a parent to get a child's attention is to sit down and look like you're comfortable. Now, that's one that Lane Olinghouse told us. The quickest way for a parent to get a child's attention is to sit down and look comfortable. If this has not happened to you, it's probably because you haven't paid attention to it. But give it a try, and I'm sure you're going to see that that's the case. And then last but not least, Katie Smith tells us something that's very, very important. She says, you can still be a mess and still be a good mom. We have to remember that because life is going to happen. We are going to get frustrated as things take place, and especially as your children are growing up. And even once they're grown, because it's true, your kids are always going to be your kids. And I would say the thing to do is to ask God to allow the beauty of his spirit to be so evident in you that you will be a godly role model for your children. Ask him to give you the communication, the teaching, and the nurturing skills that you have to have in order to raise godly children. Ask him to help you parent the way he wants you to parent and to teach you how to pray and how to intercede for the life of your child. Now, God wants to help you parent your children. He wants you to parent your children according to his word. But first and foremost, if you don't belong to him, if you're not his, then he wants you to come to him. He wants you to be his. All you have to do is ask him if you haven't already done so. Pray and ask him to be in charge of your life. Say, Lord, I am a sinner. I know and I believe that your son died for me so that I could have everlasting life. Lord, take control of my life. Forgive me of my sins. I surrender my life to you. And I thank you for welcoming me into your family. After you have done that, find a Bible-teaching, Bible-believing church. Ask God to direct you to the right one, because believe me, there are some churches that want to be politically correct, and that is not what God wants you to do. God wants you to be godly correct be according to his word correct. So find a Bible teaching, Bible believing church. 
And remember, he loves you. He wants you to parent your children to be godly role models. And as you do this, you will be doing what's right for your child. Galatians 6, 9 says, Let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. Galatians 6, 9. So, parents, never, ever give up on your child. Never, ever give up on parenting. The frustration of child-rearing will grow dim with time, and especially as you parent on purpose. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Purposeful Parenting. For more tips on parenting, or if you would like to reach out, please visit me on HarrietRowe.com and follow me on Facebook, Harriet Rowe. That's Harriet with two T's. I look forward to grabbing a cup of tea or coffee with you next week. Feel free to invite a friend. Until then, this is Harriet Rowe reminding you to parent on purpose. Thank you.